Hey everyone, it's Tony and Cheryl. Buckle up for this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Good day to you. And to you also. How's, how are you? I'm good. Good. Lots of news today. Not really. It's kind of lame. Lame? Lame news. Okay. But I don't know. I guess sometimes if, uh, if we're talking about like accidents and things happening, maybe no news is good news. That is true. So what is uh, some some good news stuff going on? Let's start so, over in Disneyland. Not necessarily good news, but we will start out over in Disneyland, where the facade of the Main Street Opera House in Town Square at Disneyland is being refurbished. Mm, yeah, they've got that sort of tarped over, don't they? Yeah, it's tarped, but it's not really cool scrims like they have in Disney World. It's not like a painted, you know, normally in Disney World when we see the scrims go up, it's a painted version of whatever's behind it. Right. This is just a plain, like... Uh, beige construction wall with beigeish burlap tarp around it. Yeah, but it might be very short term. I mean, when Disney World does stuff that's very short term, they don't, um, they right. don't, you know, they don't bother with the fancy scrims. So this might be just a little bit of painting. It might be down in a week, hopefully. So the building currently houses the Haunted Mansion 50th Anniversary Exhibit and Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. The attractions are open and not affected by the refurbishment or construction, whatever's going on, and there is no completion date. All right. Um, And then also in Disneyland, moving over to Toontown, uh, probably my least favorite section of Disneyland. That's Um, the Roger Rabbit spin. I know. It wasn't very good. You didn't like that? No. It was I liked it the yeah I liked it the first time and I remembered it fondly and then we went back how many years later fifteen years later it's more than that seventeen 20, years later something years like later. that and uh, no it did not live up to my memory you know what? it was better before we had kids yeah so I, I blame the children okay sure um, but they're doing some um, some renovations over there to Toontown in anticipation of Mickey and Minnie's uh, Runaway Railway. So the first step over there has been taking down the cartoon hills with the words Toontown over them. Um, it used to hide the Team Disney building, so now you can actually see that in the background. Um, but, you know, it's gone. I, honestly, like looking at the pictures, I think I'd rather look at the toon, uh, the Team Disney building. Oh, no way. The whole thing, that whole land is just so beat up. That is a fun area. I'm not a fan. All right. Um, I kind of think it's just hideous. I mean, the, the you know, Disney usually does a good job of hiding stuff. And I never knew that the Team Disney building was like, bam, right there. Right. But it is like, literally, if you're on the roof of the Team Disney building, you could probably throw something <laughs> to somebody inside Mickey's Toontown. Probably. Um, and then, so moving over to Orlando... In talking about the Skyliner accident that happened, um, during that, the Reedy Creek uh, Fire and Rescue was called in to help with the situation. And now there's been some concerns raised um, about the amount of staff that was there. Well, yeah, the uh, according to a report by WESH, um, Reedy Creek Fire and Rescue actually raised concerns prior uh, to Saturday's evacuation. Um The primary concern, according to union leaders, is the lack of staffing as Disney continues to push the boundaries of public safety with new attractions. Like, like there's going to be mass chaos. I know. And the thing is, once there's a news um, organization involved, everything gets highlighted and pumped up and made to sound so much worse than it really is. And you know what October is. 
No, what is it? Sweeps month. So oh, let's, yeah. let's sensationalize this on the news. Yeah. Um, so 32, 30 of the 32 firefighters on property Saturday night were called in to help with the evacuation procedure. Um, union leaders think, you know, that's, that's stretching themselves way too thin. God forbid, what else? You know, what if something else had happened? Or, you know, union leaders said, what if this had happened in mid-afternoon when the rider capacity was higher? You know, that's... Yeah, from what I've read about the whole Disney Skyliner thing, they only evacuated one gondola with the buckets. Hmm. Everybody else ended up getting taken off in the traditional fashion. Hmm. So, you know, I don't think it's as big a deal as they're making it out to be. Well, it's the news. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But... um I did hear that there were some people sort of freaking out about that. I mean, it's Disney is the one that owns the Reedy Creek Fire and Rescue, so they just have to, they would have to hire um, more people. But I mean, really, they're all Great. on now property. parking's going up to $30 a day. <laughs> they were all on property. So if you sent, you know, 30 firefighters over to work on the evacuation, you know that there was five firefighters working on it and 25 firefighters standing around watching. And if something happened, they would just go to the other thing. It's not like they were... I don't know, you know, four towns over or something, and they couldn't they couldn't get to whatever the new problem was. Wow! All right. I'm, um, I just did. I don't think it's that big of an issue. As of today, the Disney Skyliner remains closed after the accident, which hospitalized three people on again. Night. Like hospitalized three people. No, three people went to the hospital, but no, they were emer- there's one one person is still in the hospital. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't, I wouldn't say it I'm just trying to sensationalize us because it's sweeps weeks and I want our <laughs> ratings to go high. <laughs> oh, good plan. Good plan. Sorry about that. Later on, we'll post Cheryl bikini photos <laughs> to increase viewership. So how are things going with Epcot Forever? We're scaring people off. Um, Epcot Forever, last night on the 8th of October, was canceled. How come? Um, there was no reason given. Uh, Epcot was open for extra magic hours last night, so the performance that was scheduled for nine did not go on as planned. Uh, the torches were not lit, and the pre-show music did not play. Um, and then it was announced that the show would be delayed, and delayed, and then finally at 10.40, 10.45, they canceled the performance. Okay, so that was, so we don't know so far, I mean, we're, we're not, the time we're recording now, we don't know if it is going to go on tonight. So that'll be interesting to see whether this was right. a one-time thing or whether they're having Perhaps some major they're having a problem with the kites. That's the what I was thinking, kites. too. I was like, oh, maybe the maybe people all the who kites fly got, the kites. Maybe all the kites got tangled. <laughs> maybe that guy who was hospitalized ooh, he used is to the, fly kite the kite flyer. So it's possible. You never know. And there's no word, like Cheryl said, if this will affect tonight's performance or future performances. And keeping in the tradition of good news going on right now, the Disney Magic has canceled its port call for Bo- the city of Boston on Thursday, October 10th. Uh, there is deterior- deteriorating weather in the area, including the forecast of 25-foot waves. Um, the cruise that is out there right now is a seven-night DVC members-only cruise to Bermuda, which departed New York City on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, they get a bonus sea day instead, but, like, who cares? Who wants to be... You can't use so much of the ship when you're up someplace that chilly. It's been cold here. Right. It's been... It's in the know, 50s. In the 50s. You're not out on deck, especially when you're on the water. No, and then if it's 50s here on dry land, it's probably in the 30s. Yeah, you and know, when you're on these on the ships, water. there's a good portion of the space that is, you know, outdoor space that you really just can't use. Right. It's 
kind of a shame. Hot tubs are probably jammed. Maybe. Uh, what else is going on with Disney Cruise Line? Well, you've got the paper right in front of you. You want to read a story? Not really. Okay. So the Disney Cruise Line today has returned to San Diego for their fall season of sailings to Mexico. Uh, the newly enhanced wonder docked in the city of San Diego, which I can't tell you what that means. Uh, if you're a Ron Burgundy fan, you know what that means. Uh, after completing her first Baja cruise of the season. For the next month, the ship will take passengers to explore the Baja Peninsula and the Mexican Riviera ports of call, such as Cabo San Lucas, Ensenada, Puerto Vallarta, and Mazatlan, Mexico. Very nice. Uh, these itineraries range from two to seven nights, and they highlight the region's famous beaches and exciting water activities. And if that sounds enticing to you, this same itinerary itinerary is in place for 2020. So contact your travel agent uh, if you want a quote. And you might even be listening to a travel agent talk, tell you about this. So uh, <laughs> you could always contact me. Very good. Now here's a story that Cheryl will enjoy. Yes, uh, I'll talk about this one. Um, ABC has announced details for a Disney night on Dancing with the Stars that's going to air on October 14th. So there's nine celebrities and and pro dancer couples that are left on this season's Dancing with the Stars. Uh, they do a popular Disney night, uh, which they usually dance to um, Disney songs. Uh, they dress up as Disney characters. Uh, this time they are featuring Disneyland. Uh, Sleeping Beauty's Castle is going to be featured in the opening number, which is going to take place in a pre-recorded segment. Um, featuring the cast on Main Street and in front of the castle. And during the show, the couples are going to take over Disney's California Adventure Park and Disneyland Park, um, getting inspiration for their dance numbers. Oh, those will be fun vignettes. Yeah, I know. Uh, One of the lucky duos will get to travel to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and take controls of the Millennium Falcon. Luckily, there's no line for that. Yeah. Uh, Some of the songs that the couples are going to be dancing to are We're All In This Together from High School Musical, Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid, A Spoonful of Sugar from Mary Poppins, uh, Beauty and the Beast from the live-action Beauty and the Beast, and I Just Can't Wait to Be King from uh, the live-action Disney's Lion King. Um, There's going to be a special dance inspired by the new song Into the Unknown from Disney's Frozen 2. And then we're also going to get some... Special looks from Disney Plus's upcoming high school musical, uh, the musical, the series and live action, and the series and live action Lady and the Tramp. Just so you know, that is the high school musical, the musical, the series. That's okay. all one long thing. Okay. All right. Got it. And uh, for those of you who don't know, you might have heard that Disney Plus is premiering on November 12th. <laughs> that is Disney's new subscription-based streaming service. If you haven't uh, heard that, you've had your... Uh... Head under you've, a rock. You've probably been focused on something called Galaxy's Edge. Maybe. Or the Skyliners and everything else that Disney can hit us over the head with. Um, and then we've talked a lot about the vegan plant-based menus that are coming to um, Disney. So those have been rolled out into all the four parks and the menus are updated. Um, even the quick service and uh, carts, will you'll see the little uh, leaf icons next to all the things that are vegan. There are quite a few options. There's a lot of hummus going on in these. I've read mm-hmm. through a few of them. Um, but they're, you know, nice options, and it's, it's all rolled out. It's good to go. I still want to try an Impossible Burger, but I, I'm not really sure if I want to try one at Burger King or if I want to try one at Disney, because Disney will cook it with that magic. <laughs> Special Disney love. That's right. Okay. 
And then in Cheryl's second favorite topic, uh, merchandise. You know, her first being food news. Always food news. Um, there was a whole bunch of new merchandise released this uh, this week. All right, so we'll start with the resting grumpy face T-shirt, which is cute. Oh, no, it's not resting grumpy. It shows grumpy, but it actually says resting grump face. Gotcha. So that's cute. That's $24.99. The colors are definitely more male. um, Oriented. Yeah, oriented. I I don't really see women wearing that so much. There's also a Walt Disney World t-shirt in a funky Technicolor, with a funky Technicolor castle logo. That's $24.99. And that one is geared more towards women, I think. See, I think that could be unisex. Maybe. I, I would wear that. Would you? I would. It's very rainbowy. There is a Cinderella AMPM t-shirt. So it's, you know, she's uh, she transforms for the PM into, you know, her ball gown. In the AM, she's dressed as, I don't know, a maid. That's her Cinderella. Right. Costume. All right. Yeah, okay. Uh, so that's twenty four ninety nine, And then there's a Pocahontas Expectation Versus reality t-shirt. I like this one. It's got a picture oh. of, of Pocahontas yeah. standing there and the expectation, you know, her hair is blowing in the wind and there's a couple of leaves blowing by her and that's the expectation. And then next to it is reality and her hair is all over her face and the leaves are kind of in her hair. Yeah, like stuck to her. It's kind of like a real meme kind of kind of. And shirt. that's what they're trying to do here. Um, you know, they're basically taking these memes and, and putting them on shirts. Uh, then there's a Maleficent t-shirt, which is... It, it looks like a neon light, so it's in those like lines as if it was neon tubes. Uh, that's on a gray shirt. That's twenty four ninety nine. Now I will mention this one. There is a nineteen eighty nine Pleasure Island logo T shirt available for twenty four ninety nine, and to me, it's just rubbing salt in the wound uh, because Pleasure Island, home to the Adventures Club, Adventures Club, you know, Kungaloosh, everybody, um, features the Funmeister as part of the logo. Uh, it's the old logo from uh, 1989 when it debuted, and uh, it's it's nice, but it's like they keep bringing back stuff for attractions that are gone, and it sometimes it's sad. Yeah, I mean, they took them out for a reason. I don't understand why you'd bring merchandise back for it. That's kind of dumb. But anyway, yeah. it exists. Um, next up is a villains t-shirt, which features icons of our favorite villains, including the evil queen's poison apple. Uh, Maleficent's Trusty Raven, Diablo, and Ursula's Shell Necklace. And that is $34.99. That's kind of cool. Queen of Hearts is represented, and Cruella de Vil is represented. And then it says on it, you say villain like it's a bad thing. And that's on a purple heathered shirt. Right, and there's some sparkles in the letters as well. Mm -hmm. There's also a castle t-shirt. It's a Days of the Week, has a Days of the Week castle logo for the A. Um... So Monday, the A is a castle. Tuesday, the A is a castle. So um, that is $34.99. You skipped one. No, you went out of order. No, you oh, t-shirt, skip villain's one. leggings. Oh, there's also villain's leggings. Tony really wants to talk about villain's leggings. Go ahead, tell him about them. No, they're just there. You like the leggings. I can see you in these. <laughs> uh, villain's leggings featuring, featuring Cruella de Vil, Ursula, Maleficent, Jafar, Gaston, Big Bad Wolf, Radigan, Prince John, Pete, Gadigan. Uh, Isn't it Gideon? What did I say? Gadigan. Um, Gideon. I'm sorry. I, I was trying to look up because Drusilla is also in there. Um, uh, looks like maybe the um, Headless Horseman. 
so it, it's just a whole bunch of villains. If you like villains on your pants, uh, <laughs> if you like villains on your pants, this is the outfit for you. Thirty nine ninety nine, so you can have villains on your pants. Not villains in your pants, just no. villains on your pants. No. Um, there's also castle leggings, which are it's that same castle icon all over them. Um, in various rainbow colors on a blue background. Those are thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's pretty much the old Walt Disney's Pictures logo that you see at the start of every Disney film. And then also they have uh, Minnie and Mickey snack charms are at the Magic Kingdom. They're those little charms that they sort of sell everywhere for the charm bracelets. And they feature uh, like the pretzels and the um, Mickey bar ice cream um, ice creams. So those are actually very cute. I'll probably end up snagging one of those. Those are one of my favorite souvenirs because they're inexpensive and they're cute. I usually stick them on my keychain. Oh, and somehow I don't know that these purchases are made. They're like $4. Uh-huh. $4. <laughs> $4 here, $4 there. I know they used to be $4. They're probably like 6 now. I don't actually know how much they are, but they're not a lot. So that's pretty much all we have for news today. We're a couple minutes early, but we figured uh, you can have a couple minutes of your life back. <laughs> we didn't want to torture you with any more useless news. So, uh, as always, follow us on Facebook. If you haven't, we're the Disney Drive Time Podcast. And until tomorrow, drive safely. I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.